Welcome to the Better Doctor Project podcast, where we link healthcare providers of all specialties to help us grow and learn from each other to be that much better for our patients. We sit down and talk about the fun things, the big and bright ideas, and we go over tons of practice tips and occasionally cover some pretty scandalous topics. Join us every episode to keep growing to become the best provider you can be. Let's get started. Today's episode is sponsored by The Smart Chiropractor and their new book, The Payday Practice. So I'm sure you guys have heard of Seth Godin, Gary Vaynerchuk, and Tim Ferriss. How do you think they would build a healthcare practice? The answer is in this book called The Payday Practice, a new book by Dr. Jeff Langmaid and Dr. Jason Deitch. This new book will show you exactly how to cover your monthly expenses in just one day every single month, guaranteed. Whether you want to just cover your monthly expenses for your physical practice or actually create the digital healthcare practice of the future, this book is your blueprint for building it, launching it, and growing it. Get your free copy today at www.thepaydaypractice.com. Their step-by-step guide to financial freedom will show you exactly how to one, set your dream, visions, and goals using their financial freedom formula, two, build a health tribe of people who are engaged and ready to go all in with your business, three, create an irresistible membership offer for your clients and patients, and four, launch and sell out your membership in the next 30 days. The Payday Practice will show you the exact step-by-step process that you can use to generate monthly recurring revenue in your practice. Get your free copy today once again at www.thepaydaypractice.com. That's www.thepaydaypractice.com. I would also recommend checking out The Smart Chiropractor on Facebook and also Instagram at The Smart Chiro for more amazing knowledge to take your practice to the next level. Things you should know about being an Enneagram 7. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. We are back for another episode of our Enneagram series. And today we're going to be chatting about the Enneagram type 7, which is quite possibly the most liked Enneagram type of them all, if I had to take a guess. Um, so for this one, I I knew without a doubt that I wanted to bring my husband, uh, Dr. John Deo, who is also a chiropractor. I knew without a doubt I wanted to bring him on because I've never met an Enneagram 7 that's more of a 7 than you. So welcome, honey. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm (laughs) glad that we could arrange this and make this happen. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Um, So we're going to go through a lot of the same questions that we've been going through with all of the other Enneagram types thus far. You can imagine today's episode might uh, just be a little bit more off off script, if you will. (laughs) We prefer... Controlled chaos. Controlled chaos. I like it. All right. Well, for those of you who don't know my husband, John, go ahead and give us a little background about yourself, what you do, what you're passionate about, just a little bit of a rundown. Hi, my name is Dr. John Deo. I play a chiropractor on TV. (laughs) um, I have been in practice now going on my sixth year, and um, I work primarily in um, full family chiropractic, where I'm working a lot with full families, as said. Um, kids, pediatrics, pregnant women, a lot of high energy, um, and, and fast pace all focused on people making the most of their health and getting them as strong as possible. So, uh, I love what I get to do. It's always an adventure because I get to work with kids on a day-to-day basis. And I'm sure you could imagine how that could be, uh, spontaneous and exciting, which we'll get to in a little bit and why I love that. But, uh, yeah, that's a little bit about me. 
I love the foreshadowing that you just did. We'll we'll chat about that in a little bit. But um, first, I want to know or tell our listeners actually, how did you stumble across the enneagram? Um, you know, I had this great resource <laughs> in my lovely wife, um, who said, "Hey, you know, I'm learning a lot about these enneagrams, and I'm really curious on what you are. Take this test." And you know, honestly, I'll be a hundred percent transparent when I first had the idea of doing a personality test. That's what I assumed that it was. Um, I wasn't quite sure what I was getting myself into. And the more and more we started diving into it and um, realizing that it wasn't necessarily personality, it was more things that motivate you and what drives you uh, in life and why you do maybe the things that you do and choose to do some of the things you don't choose to do, why that's all apparent. Um, yeah, it was it was the resource getting her she got me started on this and that's where I'm at today. Now you get to deal with my obsession on the regular. I know, right? <laughs> well, before we go any further, I just want to tap into what the Enneagram type seven is all about. Um, they are known as the enthusiasts. They tend to be very busy, always seeking spontaneity. They're very versatile um, and tend to be a little bit scattered at times. They're very focused on the positivity in life um, and always, always, always down for a new adventure. Would you agree? I would definitely agree. Yes. I, uh, I definitely have serious FOMO, uh, fear of missing out. And I want to just make sure that everybody's happy and having fun and uh, live for those situations and scenarios. My favorite part about this Enneagram series is honestly comparing us to celebrities and some of their supposed Enneagram types. And no surprise, some of the ones affiliated with um, the Enneagram type seven are pretty funny. So I want to read you a few of those. Let me just pull it Jim up Carrey here. is one that sticks out. Jim Carrey is <laughs> one. And, Shocker uh, that he's an Enneagram seven. Robin Williams. Yeah. And then, then my lady, Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> but Steven Spielberg, he's been known to, uh, to look for a little bit of an adventure and and creating quite the fantasy. So yeah, I love it. I mean, those are all pretty. Uh, I guess what you would expect from an Enneagram Seven. So I love all of that. So when you t- originally took the test with me, were you shocked that you were a Seven? Were you maybe confused that you might be some other types? How did that all kind of go down? Uh definitely not. <laughs> uh, really stuck out to me. Just. Obviously, being down for a good time, looking for the fun and looking for the the happiness and everything. I, I just really drive myself every single day to be high energy focused from the second I wake up in the morning uh, <laughs> to the end of the day. And I'm um, just carrying that high octane lifestyle that I'm always looking for adventure and uh, whatever it's going to take to just be happy. What parts of that do you think help you in practice, working with patients all day and dealing with the healthcare system as a whole? Um, you know, in my field, working primarily with full families, uh, definitely being high energy with kids is a high point. Um, but also being a chiropractor, you're you're in a state of care where people are looking for hope. They're looking for ways and opportunities to improve themselves. So um, being a motivator, being able to lead people, um, and, and just kind of be that cheerleader for them, I think has been a really strong point, uh, that I just, I love and I live for on a day-to-day basis and to hear people, um, excited about that too. And excited about taking control of their own health is something that uh, really drives me. Yeah. I like that point. I mean, for a lot of the more somber healthcare professions and healthcare fields, I could see how this type would really benefit the patient in that scenario. You know, in our world of musculoskeletal health, we deal with pain or disability or dysfunction on a regular basis. So 
to walk into an exam room when you're struggling with severe chronic pain or an acute injury and seeing a personality type like you, um, I can imagine would be a really, really good thing for a majority of people. Yeah. My, my goal, every single visit along with, um, obviously world-class chiropractic adjustment is a laugh, a smile, and an eye roll. (laughs) So I'm really (laughs) looking for, um, because I think that when people are able to, um, not take themselves as serious and really see the light of things, they're more willing to open up and see that they are capable of, um, really achieving whatever their, their goals are in life, whatever their health goals may be. Um, whether it's pain-based or whether it's function-based, um, being able to create a lightheartedness is is something that helps provide that energy for that patient too. You're obviously a few years in now, five or six years in. Do you find that if you do go into a room like your normal self, if you happen to engage with a patient that might not be receptive of that, or perhaps you know view your personality type as just not something they want to deal with right now, have you gotten to the point now where you're able to either turn that off or kind of tweak it a little bit? Um, I think one of the benefits of being a seven is that, um, you know, being always down for an adventure, always up for a challenge, you're able to address and assess the room relatively quickly. Um, you know, I think it gives a sense of confidence where I might have someone, whether they're an elderly patient or someone who's maybe a little bit more timid, um, being able to quickly observe that from experiences that I've had and being able to really just um, meet them where they're at and and help bring them up a little bit, maybe. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it, it's a sense of confidence um, where I'm confident in what I'm doing um, and, and communicating appropriately with that patient. I know we kind of laughed about this before this episode started, but is there a weakness to being an Enneagram 7? I mean, <laughs> like I mentioned in the beginning, it, I kid you not, this has got to be the most well-liked Enneagram type out there. Um, with every single person that I interviewed for this podcast, everyone just gravitates toward your type because of the positivity and the encouragement and the charisma. Um, if you had to pull something negative about it, what do you think that that could be? Um, you know, I honestly would just my person, my personal life and professional life, I wouldn't say I'm, I mean, I, I think empathy is a big part of it, but at the same time with always having excitement and joy and looking for the positive things in life, I think that, uh, sometimes you have that patient who may not, may have a hard time finding the positivity, um, where you're meeting them with high energy and no matter what you're doing to try to bring them out of their, their shell or whatever it may be. Um, I think that a weakness may actually be just, um, just in that is that you're not, everyone's going to be on your level. And sometimes that could be, um, discouraging, I guess. So, yeah. So with your ability to assess a room at any given point and know how to kind of channel back that energy or bring it full force, how did you learn how to do that for some of our listeners? You know, if they know that they're an Enneagram seven, or maybe they think they might be, but they're kind of struggling with that ability to channel that energy. How can they get better at doing that? How can they get better at assessing that room every single time they walk in to see a patient? I really think that having repetition is what's helped me out the most. Um, I find myself naturally just wanting to be a problem solver and find that solution as quickly as possible. Um, things that have really helped me do that is just um, looking into body language, you know, assessing the room really quick. Do you have someone who's sitting across from you with their arms crossed? Are they leaning slumped over? Are they clearly in some kind of discomfort? Or is it a child that 
has maybe been to other doctor's appointments and they're not comfortable in this situation, um, you know, taking that quick assessment, looking to those scenarios, reading their body language, asking them questions, getting them to talk more is a good opportunity that that I've um, found to help branch that gap between someone who maybe not be as comfortable in, in that scenario. So resources and finding opportunities to help channel that, uh, it's kind of hard. I think just getting out there and getting as many experiences as possible and meeting as many people and trying to connect has been really helpful for myself. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I have to ask, because you know a few Enneagram types now, do you have one that you feel like as an Enneagram seven, you kind of vibe with more than the rest? Definitely ones. What? Oh yeah. He has to, he has to say that guys, because I'm an Enneagram type one. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, you know, a lot of times I think that I vibe well with um, threes. I think that we have a lot of energy and we can excel at generating ideas um, and kind of having that high energy. You're throwing it back and forth at each other and just getting each other really amped up. Um <laughs> You know, I'm a, a wing eight, so I think having that that confidence and uh, that that connection with understanding, um, you know, you're independent, you're you're loose enough, but at the same time, you're confident. Um, I would probably say, I don't know, sevens. Other sevens are just my best friends. <laughs> um, I want to be your best friend right away if you're a seven, and you will instantly know that. Um, we have a mutual friend who. His or her husband um, is also a seven, and the day that we realized that he's a seven and I'm and I'm a seven, we just took it to a whole nother level, and it made a lot of sense. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely probably lean towards the sevens and lean in on having a good time with it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So before we wrap things up, I would just love to know if there's any story of a patient interaction that you can remember or a memory that has really stuck with you where you feel like your energy and your positivity made a difference with that patient encounter. Yeah, I I get the opportunity to work with people who have all different types of health struggles. Um, but honestly, just working with kids has been the biggest, biggest just joy with this. Um, one patient that does come in mind and um, something I find myself doing on a day-to-day basis is uh, two-hand overhead high fives. And... <laughs> Uh, I have a, a young gentleman named Dirk who is a new patient in my my clinic, and uh, he's been through a ringer when it comes to health concerns. Where he's a cancer survivor, he's had tons of appointments where uh, maybe they weren't the most fun experiences for him. And when he first came in, and we were doing the assessments and things we needed to do to help provide um, proper care for him. Uh, you could see how uncomfortable he was. He was honestly to the point of where he was shaking and just having to consistently be consoled with his mom and dad. Um, but now after a couple of months of consistent care and getting to learn a little bit more about Dirk, he comes in uh, later this early, earlier this week and um, he's wearing a pirate costume just because he was feeling like it, <laughs> smiling and cracking jokes about being a pirate and uh, man, going from being timid little Dirk in the evaluation room and coming in for that chiropractic uh, visit in his pirate costume, we just were cracking pirate jokes and having a good time. And, um, you know, he left with the biggest smile on his face. And you can you can tell that that makes a difference when it comes to his approach of his own health at such a young age, being being in the situation that he's been in. That's probably the biggest thing that sticks out in my head right now. 
I love that. And your personality type was perfect for him in that situation, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. I took his pirate hat, put it on my head. He <laughs> took a great picture. And uh, he definitely got adjusted in the pirate costume with his doctor wearing his pirate hat. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And this honestly is why I wanted to do this Enneagram series. You know, Better Doctor Project, honestly, we touch on a lot of uh, more delicate topics and some pretty difficult things. Um, but this was a, a great time to kind of step away. Talk about something that that still obviously matters within healthcare, but something that's a little bit lighter of a subject. (laughs) And I I really do think reflecting on ourselves when it comes to what motivates us in life, our personality types, and being able to do that in turn with patients can really make or break an experience for them. So, um, honey, Dr. John, (laughs) husband, thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's always, it's always a pleasure to have you on Better Doctor Project. So thanks so much for sharing your insights to Enneagram 7 with us. Thanks for having me back. Hey, thanks for listening. To learn more, find us on Instagram or Facebook at Better Doctor Project or check out our website, betterdoctorproject.com. Don't forget to leave us a review and share us with a friend. It helps us reach more healthcare providers who are also striving to make an impact. Thanks again. See you next time.